Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. The phone is hopping, work screaming at you, the breakfast isn't finished yet and your seven-year-old is throwing a tantrum because the Wi-Fi is down. This scenario could very well be playing out in many homes in Limerick as I speak right now because, of course, lockdown continues. Parents are juggling work with kids all at once in the house. As a result, it's very easy to see how tablets have become the new best friend to pretty much all of us. Tablets allow children so much right now, yet we're told two hours a day is the maximum screen time that any child should have. So how do we deal with it? Well, friend of the show, Deirdre Holland-Hannon, who's a behaviour specialist, uh, joins us uh, right now. Good morning to you, Deirdre. Hi, Joe. How are you? So let's face it, most homes are letting their children indulge in screen time at the moment because it is making life, which is very, very hard at the moment, that little bit easier. But parents are conflicted about it. What are your thoughts? Yes, for sure. And I suppose, um, you know, as as our generation of parents have always been... um, I suppose, uh, had the screen time highlighted to us. So it is a huge area of guilt. Anyway, outside the lockdown, all, all the screen time. And, you know, and rightly so, to an extent, I try and avoid joining the shoulds and woulds club of parenting because I think um, the parenting industry does that so well, telling us everything we should be doing and, you know, everything we're getting wrong. But I suppose there is actually research to, to, to back up the issues with screen time. Um, but I think there's, there's ways around that to um, survive. It's what we're all trying to do at the minute. Um, to survive and balance it and also utilise it to the best. There's also, I suppose, extra um, challenges this lockdown as well. Because of the distance learning, a lot of houses are having the tablet forced to the work table, um, through the apps and, and then the rest. So, you know, it's, it, it makes it harder for parents to balance those rules then when school is also becoming part of the screen time too. Um, so it's not a, it's not an easy one at the minute, but um, I suppose we, we have to remember that the happiest child, and we, sometimes we don't even like to hear this as parents, <laughs> but the happiest child is the one with limits and boundaries very reassuring for any age child that their parents knows what's going on and there is a limit and boundary there and you know there is a especially when things are unpredictable and uncertain which they are for all of us at the minute yeah um, now we obviously as well Deirdre we can't visit friends and family so connection <laughs> by screen is a big part of staying in touch as well so in actual it's fact sure. it's not just the traditional way of using the screen, it's the many other ways that we have to do it now. Yeah, and, and that that is, I think, the thing. I suppose um, the most important thing for me with screen time, I suppose, is to be aware as a parent the actual quantity during the day. I think when you lose sight of that, maybe there is too much in the house. You know that kind of way. Like if you're if you're thinking how much is too much, if you don't know how much at all they got in the day, maybe we need to kind of start calculating it. Um, especially for the younger kids, because you were saying two hours, that that wouldn't, I like I say now, if you look up the research yourself, I'm never one to kind of lecture parents on the research, but the two hours would be for well over six-year-olds. Um, you know, the younger kids, it would be far more limited uh, um, a timeline they would be offering. But I agree with you. 
I think there's different types of screens, um, interactive screens for a family. I would not count it. Like if my brother rings the boys from Florida and they're on uh, FaceTime or WhatsApp or whatever it is, it's not counted as screen time in this house because that's life now. Um, that's also a different type of screen time. That's not one a parent needs to feel guilt or worry about. Um, um, it's, the, it's the solo, you know, um, it depends on the content, whether it's interactive or not. See, it's, I suppose it's important we don't uh, paint all screens with the same brush right now as well. Um, and remember that, you know, different, um, I suppose, types of watching, durations of watching and the content they watch is really important. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think it's really important to have parent supervision over what child watching because that directly can impact sleep and behaviour. And, and there's no, that's not, you know, hippy-dippy talk. That's just that's proven. Yes. Um, well, all right, well, we're chatting to Deirdre Holland-Hannon, who's a behaviour specialist, uh, and uh, our own Anne-Marie joins me as uh, well. And good morning to you, Anne-Marie. Good morning. Jill. Do you have a household on tablets? Yes, uh, I do, unfortunately. And I would have had... Um, particular rules I suppose and I'm not too stringent about it but I would have had specific rules um, before the pandemic about usage and the amount of time and you know it would be used as well as a kind of a bargaining chip there are certain things that they will behave for if they know they'll get the tablets at a certain time but once the pandemic hit I'll be quite honest we've had to relax it it's the reality of it because the screen time of uh, catching up with relatives and friends, you know, it's face-to-face on, on devices. You have TV, uh, playing games, and again, they ring cousins and they're face-to-face on the devices while playing the games on another device, you know, and it's kept them going. So my, my rules have kind of gone out the window a bit. So tell us about what you came across on TikTok when scrolling and how you felt about these live streams. Yeah, so TikTok is the big thing for the younger generation and definitely my two would be into it now. The the older one more so than the younger one. I keep the younger one off it, to be honest. I just don't think she's old enough yet. But I joined up myself. uh, That's what I do. I kind of create my own account on something that they're interested in so that I can have a bit of a browse around it too at times and keep an eye on it. Um, So I set up my own account. And on the positive side, I did end up enjoying some of the humorous things on TikTok myself and found myself scrolling for my own benefit and, and entertainment and amusement. So I was scrolling along there one day recently last week and a lot of these live streaming feeds are coming up on your feed now, which is more so than in the past when I joined the, the, the platform. So I don't know if it's a new thing. And you could literally have someone streaming about anything. For example, there was a 14-year-old girl in the UK. She was literally live streaming and answering any question that anyone posed to her on TikTok. Wow. And just by looking at it, I could, I could find out that she was with older brothers. She was in an outdoor park area. She mentioned the area where she was in the UK. She was dolled up to the nines. I mean, uh, lipstick, makeup, fake eyelashes, very low-cut top, um, and said she was only 14. And literally, the whole thing, I watched it for a while, and I thought, what is the point of this? The whole thing seemed to be around her getting comments to tell her how well she looked. And if you if you if you geared it towards her and how she looked, she'd interact and answer more questions. If you asked things like, "What's the weather like? It's raining." Next, 
it was all geared towards that. There was another one then where there was a girl, again, I'd say she was, you know, late teens, early 20s. She had a black eye and she was dreaming about all about what had happened to her with her boyfriend and how she got this black eye. And then there was another one with a person asleep on the bed and they just left it live streaming on them asleep. In the bed. Extraordinary. Can youngsters talk to each other on TikTok? They can, yeah. yeah. You can leave comments, you can interact with the person you're watching, you can leave comments on videos. Uh, if it's live streaming, it's live, the comments are live and you can comment on what other person, people are commenting on. So yeah, it's, it's, it's just wide open. Right. So that leads us obviously, Amory, to the issue of prolonged use or unsupervised use of tablets by young people and what they can access. And I'm bringing Graham Mulhern, a friend of the show from Be Secure Online in here. Good morning, Graham. Hey, Joe. So what advice can you give to parents who are allowing their children use tablets daily while on lockdown? A uh, great piece of advice from Anne Marie there. The 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 TikTok is something the, the parents should uh, exactly as Anne Marie did is is just download it and take a look. And um, I'll add I'll add to what Anne Marie did um, in a slightly serious mode here for a second, Joe. Um, I, I I set up an account. I set up an account every ten days on it just to keep an eye. And the first one I did um, middle of last year. Within my first, I did I just uh, added in my name or not my name, I got a username and a password and I just waited. I didn't set up any interest and I set it all to private as you should do. And in my first feed, I got a gyrating girl taking her top off. I got a film of an armed guard raid in Dublin with the arms up and the armed guard show um, uh, knocking down a door. Um, That happily uh, ended without weapons being discharged. And I got an anti-Semitic and uh, uh, racist video. These were the first seven videos I was offered. So uh, a gyrating girl, an armed guard raid somewhere in Dublin, and the other one. Um, that's that's what you yeah frightening and that's what you can't control on TikTok and uh, Rupert Murdoch um, is especially enraged about this and he is he's he's got the son on the case with TikTok whose offices are in Dublin um, but they they in a way they can't control the rubbish that people uh, the filth that they put into the feed on TikTok. So um, there's not much you can do and just be aware if your kid is on that thing that's what they're going to see in the feed when you swipe up from the bottom. So if parents don't believe me, download it and check it out yourself. So how how can you, or can you, allow um, young people who want to use TikTok to do it safely? Um, well, firstly, parents aren't going to have an option in this. And if you think you, you do, um, you need to know what you're doing and you need to have proper tight parental control. And you will have to be uh, protecting what your kids can and can't download. That's about 3% of the parents out there, unfortunately. And um, uh, the rest of them, if they do use it and give in to kids using TikTok, and, tru- and truthfully, that's what happens, um, you can't do anything to prevent the feed that's coming in. So uh, if you haven't set up TikTok, Joe, when you're going through the sequence, you, you're meant to tell TikTok what your interests are, but I didn't. Yet despite that, I got all of it. So any kid, and by the way, I set it up as a 14-year-old. Um, and TikTok announced recently that um, anybody under the age of 16, over the age of 13, will be now um, given a private as opposed to an open account, but that won't change anything. And just to remind everybody, Joe, 
you're not supposed to be using TikTok. The age is 13. Not that that makes any difference whatsoever. Right. But it also means you've no legal protection. So that's kind of important. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're chatting to Graham Mulhern from Be Secure Online. You've heard from Anne-Marie and Deirdre Holland-Hannon, who's a behaviour specialist. I mean, Deirdre, to hear Graham say there that only 3% of parents are taking the appropriate steps when it comes to security for their children online is pretty scary. Worrying, and I guess um, I, I suppose what's kind of really highlighted there for me is, is the instance on TikTok. I personally believe all that content mentioned by both parties is available on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook also. So for me, I, I'm, I'm not really sure why. Maybe it's worse on TikTok. I don't know. Well, I think, is, I, is it not the fact that there, there people are so much younger on TikTok using it? You know, it's the, oh, perhaps, been the latest yeah, cool perhaps. thing in recent times. Yeah, perhaps so. Um, but in, in general, social media platforms are all providing an insecure space for content we possibly don't want them exposed to. Um, that's, I, I guess that's just the flavour of the month um, at the moment. But I suppose... Really, um, it comes down to our parental choices, and and like we're all entitled to make those decisions ourselves, rightly or wrongly. Um, you know, to to, to and I suppose there is a certain element of maybe a lot of parents don't know what their children are doing when they have the tablet. Um, and I suppose really with a younger child on a tablet, I wouldn't even, I'd go probably a little step further than um, having my own account on the same platform. I would want access to their accounts at, up to a certain age. Um, I know they're entitled to their anonymity and independence and all the rest. But, you know, uh, for me, I'm hoping when the time comes, the bargain will be struck that, well, if you want to be on that at this certain age, whatever that could be for our house, like we need, I, I'll need full access to your account. And then when I can trust you and I believe you're responsible enough, you know, then you can have your own account. And that would be the stage I'd be getting my own account on the same platform. But for a certain age, I, I, I wouldn't even believe that to be maybe do you, know, enough, do you know what I saw recently and I've seen it a bit over the last couple of weeks um, uh, heading home in the evenings now it's a bit brighter of course as well is um, near where I live there's a road and it doesn't have many cars on it certainly not at the moment and there have been a group of young people out kicking a ball like you know, jumpers for goalpost stuff um, <laughs> over the last while and honestly, I mean, okay, there, I know technically people will say, well, you know, sh- should that be happening in the current situation? And I, I appreciate all of that. Um, but you are dealing with youngsters. They are out and about. You can appreciate the frustrations that they're having in their own lives um, at the moment. And part of me is felt like standing under the car and, and cheering to see it rather than the alternative of Absolutely. constant screen time. Absolutely. And I think it's really important to try and balance the books here between restrictions and mental health. And, you know, we need to choose our suffering on this one. We don't want them on iPads. We don't want them doing this. We don't want them doing that. If they're having a game of soccer, I don't think it's the time to freak out about whether it's one household or two households. We're all allowed to meet one household outside within our five kilometres. So um, I think, I, I do think people need to get a little bit more balanced about these things too and not panic, especially a game of, as you say, jumpers for goalposts. It's outside. There's probably one metre distance unless they're both on the ball, which would be fleeting. 
uh, you know, there, there's probably a, a good level of, of restrictions being met, if not all. Um, and I, I think, you know, we have to we have to look after our, our our children in every way and in a balanced way. And it's fantastic to see that, like. Yeah, and, and, and the thing that struck me was that certainly pre-lockdown, it's not something that you would necessarily have seen too often outside of organised training and sport and all of that. All right, well, listen, some great advice this morning from all of you. Thank you very much for it. Uh, that's behaviour specialist Deirdre Holland-Hannon, and you can follow Deirdre um, on social media. Uh, Graham Mulhern of Be Secure Online, thank you. And, of course, our own Anne-Marie too. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.